my、mm. dad watches a lot of my stuff. He does this thing that annoys me. I always tell him not to do it. Is he always will type a high emote in my chat? He does. Yeah, and like every time I see it, I get like taken out of my moment.、Uh, and my dad's like, "Hi, son. It's me, your father, who raised I'm, you." I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching you. I would. I、uh, should ban him. <laughs> <laughs> Today, welcome to the thirteenth ever offline TV podcast. I'm joined by none other than Miss Valkyrie. Hello, Ray. Hello. I think this is the first podcast we're recording in the new year. You're like our first 2022 guest. I know we have. Wait,、Rogan. really? Yeah. What about Rodan's、uh, episode? We filmed that before, right? The end of the year. Nobody knows. <laughs> Well, welcome, Ray. <laughs> I'm just gonna say you're our first guest for 2022. Yay! How's your new year going? Um, it's going fantastic. I honestly couldn't be happier. Um, my two years on YouTube ended, my previous contract. So, uh, going to be announcing my new platform in a few weeks. Well, when this comes out. When this comes out, we'll already know. <laughs> so, so yeah. Where are you going? I am actually just staying on YouTube. It's a,、uh, it's not a big deal. <laughs> What's the strategy? I'm curious. Like, is this a strategy you and YouTube came up with?、Or? No, I just like messing with my community. Like, they <laughs> really think I'm going to Facebook. So before before my contract ended, like my last few streams, I really was just baiting them. I was like, listen, no matter where I go,、mm-hmm. just know my decision was for myself and my family. I did what's best for me. Which is true,、right. you know. They just start assuming that it's gonna be another platform. So, have you seen comments from people talking about like what they would do if you move to Facebook? Oh yeah, all the time. What did they say? People are like making f-、uh, Facebook profiles. People are talking about how they won't be able to watch me anymore, and just some people are upset, actually angry that I'm, I would am potentially leaving.、Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of people actually are just assuming that. It's between Twitch and YouTube.、Mm. What, what do the people say when they're upset that you're going to Facebook? Because I got people upset at me when I went when, to Facebook. When you went to Facebook? Yeah, they're like angry. Like, how could you betray your community? But yeah, it's like, bro, you can just go to Facebook if you really, if you really want to watch me. You can just go to Facebook. It's just one tab away. Yeah, honestly,、um, people say like, wait, what? What do they, what do they say when they're mad? Yeah, they, like leaving. Why? Did it criticize you for going to Facebook? I think most people are pretty logical about it. Like they understand, like it's literally important. It's a deal. It's something that like benefits me. Like obviously, I have to prioritize me. But like some people are just like, you know, say like, oh, I've been a member for so long. I've been a member, and you know, she's just gonna abandon us again the same way she abandoned us on Twitch. <laughs> Really guilty about when I first switched over from Twitch to YouTube. I was I felt so guilty because a lot of people they were like five year subs and、mm-hmm. then I just dipped without any hints or anything and I felt really really guilty for like three months, but then I got over it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so why、yeah. YouTube? Because because、uh, I remember two years ago、um, we were both at the HyperX charity event.、Mm, I'm、They're- trying to think. She doesn't remember. It was the most important day of my life, but it was just another <laughs> Tuesday for HyperX charity event. We went to this event downtown, and I think、uh, Sneaky was there. Oh, I remember. And we played games. That was so long ago. Two years. That、yeah. was two years ago. It felt like it felt like like half a decade for some reason. Yeah. Because yeah. we were both. Still on Twitch, and we both signed contracts.、Mm-hmm. I remember us kind of like talking about it. it's like, so oh, you're going to YouTube while、well, I'm going to Facebook. Yeah, and that was two years ago, and we made you know different decisions back then. And then we were, I don't know about you, but the first year on Facebook was kind of a struggle. Yeah, no, I was depressed. <laughs> I was depressed for like. Three months after I switched, because I kept thinking like I I made a mistake, because、mm-hmm. I felt so guilty for like leaving my community,、right. even though it was financially the correct decision. Yeah, it was like, oh man, just like knowing like so many people are disappointed in you and they're left down and just it was. Why were you upset for a year, an entire year? Uh, kinda. It just felt very. Isolating, and it's a huge change in culture. Like your chat、mm. is just completely different, and people use a mix of real names and、um, internet names, and it's kind of weird to see like 
someone's name like Jeffrey is talking in chat. Like that kind of throws you off to put a very human Yeah, name. just like they're real. Yeah. <laughs> and is that the same on YouTube? Because YouTube, I also sometimes just see full names. It's, it's not as... It's honestly hard for me to read usernames on YouTube because mm. it's all gray. Well, it's a lot different now. We have like mods and stuff that we've been adding and they're fixing things with the chat, which I'm very excited for and which is also why I'm like staying because like they've been working on the platform a lot. But it would it was really difficult just like not... People have to type real words because they can't spam emotes mm -hmm. like they did on Twitch. Right. And so there's just double the opinions. Mm -hmm. And they're very vocal about their opinions <laughs> on YouTube. So yeah, no, it was a, it was kind of difficult. It was it was difficult. Especially adjusting to like how the chat behavior was. Mm -hmm. It was just nice, you know, when they just spam emotes, but they couldn't do that. So why not go back to Twitch? You know, you, you, you go to YouTube, like we kind of have a similar path. Like we went off of a different platform. Mm -hmm. We kind of experienced this boom um, towards the tail end of our contract. And now it's like, wow, you can have the option to stay on your current platform mm -hmm. or go to Twitch where essentially there's more eyeballs, there's more competition, more spotlight, or you can yeah. like stay and be comfortable. Yeah. Um, if I could, I would love to talk about the contract they offered me. <laughs> I would, I, I probably can't, but I would absolutely love to share the contract that they offered me, which is just, <laughs> I can't. You can't. I can't, but I would love to, but I can't. Yeah. Ludwig talked about this with his move, like um, how he felt disrespected by Twitch. Yes, I saw contract. that video. Yeah. I saw that video. And I understand from Ludwig's perspective because he made a lot of, big things happen mm -hmm. on Twitch. He's like their most sub streamer because of his subathon. Mm -hmm. And the respect just wasn't there. And it's not really Twitch's fault when you have like 20 top streamers willing to replace Ludwig at any given moment. Yeah. And for YouTube's perspective, like they don't really have a Ludwig on their platform. It's like it makes sense for them to treat him like a king, essentially. Yeah. So it's just business at the end of the day. And uh, even with Twitch, one of the topics here is about women. Now, I'm not a huge expert on women, but uh, when it comes to streaming, like being a girl is very valuable to platforms mm -hmm. because there's not a lot of female representation and even less on like streaming and gaming especially. And you, Pokey, are essentially the two top dogs. And I wonder if, in, the, in Twitch's head, they're like, well, we have a Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And YouTube's like, well, we have a Valkyrie. Like, <laughs> it would make sense for each of them to be on separate platforms, right? At least that's how I would think if I was at YouTube. I'm like, we need to do everything we can to keep Ray on YouTube. And if I'm Twitch, I'm like, well, we have Pokey. And we're paying her money. Yeah. It's like, if we get raped, we got to pay her money too. And it's like, we don't have enough money to go around. So is it mm -hmm. more okay to not go for like a Valkyrie? But do you think that they have a fear that Pokey will leave someday? Uh, Pokey has always struck me as someone who is more interested like in long-term spotlight. Because right now, Twitch is still yeah. the top dog, yeah. um, for better or for worse. And I think to that, for like, Pokey values that a lot. Because mm -hmm. um, she's definitely been offered stuff, unsurprisingly, uh, by YouTube and Mixers and the Facebooks. But Pokey has never been one to put too much emphasis on money immediately. Because she's in a great spot. Yeah. And she thinks more about the future. Mm-hmm. And she is in a really good spot. Yeah. Yeah. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, it's, it's always an interesting observation as a guy to, like, see, like, the way platform sees kind of girls. Yeah. Because um, it's, it's not one-to-one. -one because it's, I would say it's more difficult to be a girl and successful on a streaming platform. As mm -hmm. we see... Recently, with the Pokemon drama, have you been keeping up with that? I, I have been. I've been eating my popcorn, <laughs> enjoying the show, <laughs> you know, making a few comments here and there. 
I've been talking to Amon about it a lot. So yeah, we've been, she's been venting to me about it, but she's doing really well and she's happy. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's been, it's been entertaining to say the least. <laughs> Yeah, to give a bit of a recap, essentially our good friend Pokey. I don't know why I said Pokemon drama, cause like she, all she did was play Valorant that day. Yeah, with me. Yeah. She was chilling, literally just playing Valorant, just doing like a late night stream for fun. Just weird. And then she got really, I remember she got really quiet. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering what was going on. And then she just said out loud, like, I'm getting hate rated right now. And we're like, what? Pokey? Yeah. <laughs> Getting hate rated. That's bold. So yeah. Pokey was streaming Valorant and another streamer called Gideon, who's popular on TikTok, kind of sent his viewers to go to Pokey's channel and type L plus ratio. That's what mm. he said. But this is the internet. And when you send your entire community to another person's channel with the purpose of like kind of insulting them, yeah. it's going to evolve to more than just typing L plus ratio. Yeah, it's going to yeah. evolve into like kill sexist comments, yeah, kill yeah, yourself, especially like Jadine was talking about like Pokey's personal like relationships, that like trying to talk about her sex life, which is like not, not cool. Very inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Especially at the end of the day, uh, Pokey at that time was just playing Valorant. And um, he got banned for 14 days, but his immediate response was to change his profile picture to one of Pokey without makeup to mm-hmm. kind of like, hey, this is Pokemon, this is what she looks like without makeup, which is another action that's kind of just based around her gender. Like if it's a guy, you don't go around posting pictures, pictures of, of them without yeah, makeup. Exactly. It's like this was a very like, about her looks, about her yeah. quote-unquote farming simps. So after that, his ban got upgraded to a permanent ban. Mm-hmm. And I would say to his credit, after that happened, he apologized on Twitter. He said, hey, I was in the wrong here. I'm going to move on and I'm going to keep doing my own thing. Yeah. But the whole, the weird part, <laughs> <laughs> this is the part no one saw coming. <laughs> Just out of left field. Out of left field. <laughs> Ninja was dragged in, you know, for the record, Jideon did drag in Ninja, but Ninja was kind of going along with this, like, yo, you can't go around raiding bitches on Twitch, Mm. which is, you shouldn't, like, like banter-wise with people you know, like, yo, we call each other bitches every now and then, but when, you know, Pokimane, a female streamer is getting hate rated and it's about her gender for the most part and then you refer her as one of the bitches that's not a great look no Um, it's not and you think he would have said bitches if he was a guy was getting hate rated yeah probably not not. (laughs) and um so he kind of said also on stream like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna reach out to my twitch rep to see what we can do and Fast forward a few days, Pokey's messaging me about the whole Jideon stuff. But she wasn't even talking about the Jideon stuff. She was talking about the ninja stuff. And that, to me, was very telling. Like, she wasn't that upset about Jideon, even though he hate-rated her. It was more ninja's participation in it. Yeah. And ninja and his manager in her DMs telling her that they didn't do anything of the sort. They didn't enable that. Which... I saw the DMs and it's wild. And yeah. She showed, Iman showed actually, or she didn't show, she did talk about them, but it's, it was mind boggling. I've never seen someone fully try to like gaslight someone to believing that nothing happened while she's showing proof of it happening. And then right after just saying that it's not happening, it's not real. <laughs> You're spreading lies. It was the craziest thing to see, especially cause like, you know, this is, it's just, these aren't like normal people. This is, you know, Ninja and his wife, who's his manager. Yeah. These are like high up people, right? And then there's Pokey, who's also another really high up person. Like, how is this happening? Like, how are you going to try to gaslight her? It's just, ins- it was insane. Actually yeah. insane. Because what Pokey was looking for, essentially, like some kind of apology or like, hey, I didn't know what was going on. My bad. I need to tell my viewers that that's not okay. Yeah. Because Ninja is too many people still the face of Twitch. And when really? you have, yeah, like in mainstream media, like when you think Twitch streamer, you, some people still think wow. Ninja. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause even though like you have a lot of bigger streamers now, no streamer had the impact that Ninja did. Yeah, for sure. To this day, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, 
But then, you know, a lot of his audience skew on the younger side. It's Fortnite. And mm-hmm. what he did in the moment wasn't cool, but it's what he did after that was even more mind-boggling, which is essentially to deny it ever happened. He said he never texted his Twitch rep. And, you know, his manager slash wife sent Pokey a DM. And I got to say, it was pretty ballsy of her. Live on stream, Live. receive the DM. And just shows the yeah, fucking... straight up, just showed it instantly. Yeah, Ninja's so trying to sue me for defamation now. And it's like, God, that I respect that so mm-hmm. much. Because like, I would also be scared, like, oh, God, this is getting serious. But I think when you, like, show it publicly, you feel better. It's like... Yeah, it's like you have, like, you know, showing what's happening behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, they were, you know, trying to scare her, I think. But in reality, I feel like... Do you think Ninja did all this because he was scared of, is it pronounced Gideon? 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 I don't know. Should we find out? (laughs) I mean, I I know how to spell, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Anyways, yeah, this guy, Gideon, he's he's very big on YouTube. Like, he's a very big guy. I went and, like, you know, I went to go check him out, obviously, which I'm sure a lot of people did because of this drama, right? Mm -hmm. Which is why I feel like he started this drama in the first place because he doesn't really necessarily need Twitch. Like, yeah. he's already well-established. And so, like, oh, get partnered. Hate Raid, like, the largest female streamer, get a lot of exposure from it, and, you know, just keep doing your thing on YouTube. Yeah, I think he didn't expect that um, Twitch kind of has its own rules. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. on YouTube, you can kind of talk shit about other YouTubers, and YouTube doesn't give a shit. Yeah. On TikTok, you can have to start a flame war. But on Twitch, it's a little different. Like, if you send your viewers to go into another streamer's chat, you can get banned for that. Yeah. Um, I don't think he was expecting that. And uh, when it happened to him, you know, he kind of just doubled down initially and then just said, all right, I'm going to move on from this. So now, do you think that Ninja participated so much because of his fear of Gideon's community? I think he was trying to appeal to them. Making um, he be like the cool guy. The cool guy. The cool. Yeah. <laughs> I also think if I, if I was in that position, it would be really difficult for me to condemn it as well. Like, hey, that was messed up. You know, you can't do that. Because if he did do that, like... He would just get... Hated. He would get hate and yeah. he would get flamed. So mm-hmm. I understand that he was put in a really difficult position of like, hey, if you are not going along with this, you know, you're kind of not cool. You're kind of lame. Cool. Mm-hmm. But it's like you got to... You got to stand up for like against stuff like this or at least after it happens, apologize and explain like how difficult it was. Yeah. Not say it didn't happen and then threaten to sue for defamation because once you bring out the lawyer stuff publicly you just it's never it's, good it does just not look good yeah i don't even think i don't think they can even sue her there's nothing so. that they can sue her she was just saying what like showed evidence of it actually happening yeah it's, i think the only argument that they're trying to go on is ninja said he would text his rep but he never actually did. But Pokey said he did because Pokey has a VOD clip of him saying he will. Yeah. Do you think he did? I don't think he did. You think he was just I think he was it. just saying it. And that's, I actually also think the same thing. Yeah. And I that's think he why was I, pretending. They can say, oh, since we never actually did it, that's defamation. But that's not true. But it's not what they were showing. Yeah. When you, know? you say you're going to do something and people say, oh, yeah, he's going to do that. He did that. You can't sue them for defamation if you don't actually do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like he told the public at, in the first place that he was going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he literally sat there on his phone pretending like yeah. he was doing it. So if anything, he should and sue himself. And then he himself. said, hey, I messaged her. I think that's what he said. Yeah. So it's like, Ninja, did you do it or did you not do it? Because to Gideon's community, it seems like you want to come off as you did it. Yeah. But to like your lawyers, you want to say you didn't do it. Yeah. So the whole thing has been... Great to watch from the entertaining, sidelines. Entertaining. Very entertaining. <laughs> all the drama channels. People love drama. Yeah, as soon as it happens, I think all the drama channels are like celebrating. Because they, they have food for the next month. The whole month. 
and Twitch channels covering it, everyone's viewership, I was watching, like, when Poke was talking about it, she doubled her viewership from 20k to 50k, yep. Miss Kiv went to 70k, XQC went to 120,000 viewers covering the yeah. event. Mm-hmm. So, it's draw. I love. I ha- I love it. I had to. <laughs> I had the whole stream open up in the living room and just watching along. Um, but when you're in the drama, it kind of sucks. Yeah, no. But honestly, like I was keeping up with Amon a lot, and she she was okay. I think she knew. She was very happy to get it off her chest and like let people know like what was happening. And it, it was important for her to do so because if this gaslighting was happening to her someone of her you know in her position like imagine how this happens to like all of the like smaller streamers like male or female that can't do anything about it like they have no one to go to yeah so yeah it's kind of scary really scary and uh, when i was talking to her it was also important because there is that gender aspect i know a lot of like haters i don't know what the word is (laughs) trying to discredit oh it's not a gender thing is that because pokimane is a terrible person but when the insults are all gender based yeah. and like when the initial hate raid was based around like her like lying to her fans about like relationships or having a boyfriend stuff like that you it's it's a gender thing yeah right? yeah and um it became apparent to me when we were going through our DMCA stuff, which, by the way, no one cares about anymore because that was two weeks ago and we talked yeah, about new weeks. drama. Feels like a decade. Yeah, two, <laughs> yeah drama, no one cares about DMCA. Now that there's better things to talk about, this is why. Look, <laughs> DMCA, technically, it's not allowed, right? At the end of the day, the moment you play or show content that you don't own, you are copyright infringing. But people can do it on Twitch because it's smaller and people don't really mind. It adds to the value of it. But in live setting, like if you're at a bar and you show like a UFC fight, you have to pay like um, a special license. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But my thing is like, how, how's UFC going to know? Yeah. You're a little bar in like Ireland and you, you show the UFC fight, you paid 50 bucks for it, you put it on the TV. How are they going to know that you have a whole bar filled with like 200 people watching that? How would they know? Huh? I don't think they would. Bars are listening. (laughs) 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 But now it's happening on Twitch, except it's to like 100,000 people at any given moment. Yeah. Not just the English streamers. There are like Russian channels, Spanish channels, each broadcasting like the newest episode of Attack on Titan or Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I looked up 100,000 people. This is Michigan Stadium. That's what it looks like, just to contextualize. Oh my gosh. That's, and it's happening live. Daily. 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 Someone watched Lords of the Rings and it's like, oh, nothing happened. That's so trippy. It's so weird seeing the stadium. <laughs> it puts it in perspective. I always like to, when I see like X streamer doing this much, I'm like, hmm, how many people? That's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Like when you contextualize it with a stadium, it's insane mm-hmm. um, to see like 10,000, 20,000 people out there. We went to a BTS concert and I was thinking like, isn't that kind of like us up on stage? Except we don't see our viewers, right? Yeah. They're not in the stadium with us, but it's that amount of people in the world watching us right now. Yeah. Really creepy, actually. <laughs> really creepy and scary thinking about it. There was one time I went to Australia for a Fortnite Pro-Am tournament, and we would play. It was in front of a live audience in the stadium, and I had to go up on stage to do an interview. <laughs> live on stream in front of a live audience. And I'm pretty sure I blacked out cause I was like laugh. I don't even remember the interview, but like I was laughing after every question cause I, I rewatched it back. But it just like, it, I had genuine fear of just like being in front of like a stage or an audience of people like that. And so like seeing that, just like how big that was, it's like, ah, that's crazy. It's so much easier just being behind your computer. Yeah, and it's just the number. Yeah. Oh God, just the, just the number, number of just people watching all around the world. So, so no live events for you guys? I would love to do a live event. Like oh. something like that sounds appealing to me because I like performing. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. If I'm on stage and I can feel the energy, I like that. 
Do you have any ideas? The problem with, I, I am more of a presentation giver. Because like gaming wise, I can't, I, I can't imagine, well I can, but like the t- 10 of us going up on stage and there's like a PC set up for each of us. Yeah. And we all boot up among us and <laughs> on the big screen, it's like a spectating and it switches between um, our perspective. Mm-hmm. I think our audience would love that. Yeah. Like I think we can fill a stadium and say, hey, live among us. And for sure, live among us, we can get people to show up and then we're just going to, we're just doing the debate live on stage and everyone's laughing along and like, you can feel the crowd go, Oh, it's happening. There's a sabotage. Like that Mm. is the thing that immediately comes to mind. Like if I was to do a live event about gaming, that's what I would do. I just don't think I can make it worth people's time and money. It's like, I can't believe you came all this way to watch me play Among Us. <laughs> I mean, people go a long ways just to meet people sometimes. Yeah. But like, imagine being able to watch people play live and like see your streamer. Yeah. I think some people would, for sure. <laughs> but I just feel bad for them. It's like, I'm I'm just a regular human being playing a game, and you drove like an hour and bought tickets to this event. I'm so sorry. So you better win. <laughs> it's, inter- it's entertaining. You know? Yeah. It's entertaining for some people. And I don't, you know, just because you feel a certain way doesn't mean that other people do as well. Yeah. That's for sure. I think it, sometimes I get existential late <laughs> yeah. at night about my job as yeah. a streamer. Like, like, if I was to fall off completely and lose everything, do you think my friends will still be my friends or do people start treating me differently? I think so. You think of that? Yeah. First of all, I don't, I think it's literally impossible for you to fall off entirely. No matter what people are going to remember you and like know you from wherever they found you, whether it was Hearthstone or OTV or among us, like they, I feel like people will always like come back and like check in and stuff. You think it's possible to fall off entirely? Is it? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, actually- seen, I've seen Hearthstone streamers go from twenty thousand viewers to one hundred viewers. Over. But they don't change their content at all. Like they keep playing Hearthstone, right? Yeah. But I feel like someone like you, you're always, you know, you know, trying to do something different, or yeah. you're an adapter. Yeah, yeah, you adapt. But what if I don't adapt one day? I think it's just part of your nature. I feel like you're just that, you're that streamer that has it. I feel like there's just streamers that have it and they just like are always like wanting to do more and keep going and like just try new things. See, that sometimes that scares me a little because I think about our friends and some of them, they they don't adapt. Yeah, no, they, yeah, some friends don't. Like they just, they just play that one game (laughs) every day forever (laughs) they wait for someone to like create a new meta or like start a new server and like i see their viewership going down and they get sad or they want to like go do other things now and i think to myself it's like what what are other people gonna do right what if they fall off because maybe they don't have as much savings because I've seen people get canceled, right? And it's like, how are they going to make money now? Like, what if they weren't saving their money and now they don't have money? And like, what are they going to do? Are they going to go into a regular job? (laughs) (laughs) So you're thinking, you're almost thinking paternally, like of all the friends too. Like if you stop. Some of these people are really fucking stupid, man. (laughs) They don't think, they don't think Yeah, they have to think ahead. Like this is why it's so important to like have your brand be across, not just streaming. Like you need to be like on Instagram and TikTok. Like you could get like a sponsorship for Instagram. And, like, do full-time Instagram, if anything. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, okay, I've thought about that. Like, if I were to, like, you know, not have any YouTube deals or anything anymore, like, what would I do, like, if I was going to, like, quit and stuff? Like, I could be, like, Instagram influencer because I have, like, an audience on there. Yeah. Or literally, like, become a TikToker or, like, YouTube family vlogger or something, you know, travel or, like, do mukbangs or something. Yeah. Like, there's, there's other options and... Um, it's just like, I can't believe some people just stream and that's all they do is stream. 
Because, like, they have to have that fear of, like, what happens when... Yeah, you know, what happens? What happens if no one comes back? Because, like, people are always looking for that next streamer and, like, someone's always popping off. Yeah, and we're also getting old. Like, yeah, like, where's the sh our shelf life? Yeah, <laughs> we're, like, few of us are in our 30s now. And I don't see much streamers in their 40s. Like, I see a few at, like, 35, but their trajectory is also, like, going down and their audience are like very boomer yeah as well mm -hmm. and they're not getting that new viewer so it's kind of just like a you're kind of growing old with your audience that's so true we're the first like generation of like streamer to yeah. get we're getting older and older like we don't know what happens like, yeah. like what happens when we all turn 50 like i feel like the trick is eventually you go vtuber because then you're ageless. But like, don't you think <laughs> it'll be oversaturated at that time? VTubers? Like, yeah, with VTubers. There's gonna be so many VTubers. And VTubers are popping off right now. Yeah. So you know, just like, there's gonna be the really established ones that are gonna like, all the new viewers, and you go watching them and stuff, and there's gonna be like the smaller VTubers that are popping off, and then like, you know, can, can a streamer that's been, you know, streaming for like 10 years just switch to be a VTuber and everything would be fine? Mm, would you switch like anonymously or would you just say, wow, this is now my avatar? <laughs> mm, I just feel like anonymously would be so hard to grow, especially if you don't tell your previous audience, like how are you going to get that exposure or like uh, how are people But that's find the real you? challenge, right? Yeah. If you were that good of a content creator, can you restart your whole life as an anonymous VTuber? <laughs> we should try it out. We should. You're seeing some I new wonder. VTubers around. That would, that would be a challenge. That would be a challenge. I, that that'd would be a be fun a challenge. Fun to challenge. Issue to everyone in the friend group. Be like, like what if we all, like we had a challenge, a secret challenge in yeah. our friend group. I guess it's not a secret <laughs> anymore. But like we just like get models for ourselves and see like who can like build from the bottom up as a oh, VTuber. God. That would be impossible. A second brand. And then the fans are like, wait, he hasn't, he's been streaming shorter. He's only doing <laughs> six hour streams. And this guy does six hour streams when he's not streaming. It's gotta be toast or whatever. Yeah, that's one of my nightmare scenarios. Like let's, like I just get transported in a world where I, I'm a normal, like everyday Joe. Mm -hmm. And like all the people I know are still there. And like, how do I get back to that stage? Can I even do that? Or did what happened to me was a stroke of good luck and I can't recreate that. <sighs> stroke of good luck. Luck does play a big part in it. Yeah, sometimes. it does. Like, like you have when to... you play Hearthstone at the time yeah. versus if someone were to play Hearthstone now, you yeah. know, that's good timing. That's kind of what happened with me in Fortnite back then. You know, me playing Fortnite at that time during season three, when it was doing really well, it was good timing. Was Hearthstone your first game? Hearthstone? Yeah. Uh, first game I ever played or? Streamed. Streamed? No, it wasn't. I, I was so variety. I played so many variety games, just like one-off single player games all the time, just back to back to back. But um, I remember vividly, like I remember I was playing Dark Souls 2 and just, I had like 400 viewers. You know, I was full time at that time for like three years. Full-time. Yeah. Yeah, I, for three years, I was a full-time streamer and playing variety games, averaging 300 to 500 viewers. And then they told me about Fortnite, and I was like, no, it sucks. I don't want to play it. And I played it, and then I just never stopped playing. I played it for two years, Fortnite. And um, I blew up because of it, because I would post, like, my sniping clips on Instagram. Damn. And those clips went viral. And then, like, I started playing, like, with other... Fortnite streamers, so I went playing with Pokey as well, like mm. Myth and Scissors and just, oh my God, that's so crazy. Thinking back, it's like a whole different lifetime. But yeah. That was like five years ago. Yeah, that was five I years ago. I feel like, a, like maybe four years actually. Four, because I've been streaming as of like a week ago, it's been seven years of me streaming. It's wow. so crazy. So much has changed in yeah. four years. Because I remember I got sponsored to play Fortnite and I played it for an hour. I'm like, fuck this game. <laughs> this game is like, like I hate the building. Well, you never had like a Fortnite phase. No, after it popped off, but they sponsored after. me before it popped off. Cause they were Imagine if you kept playing it. <laughs> but I sucked at shooters. Like, but it's like, that's oh the thing. Gosh. The game was around for a couple years by then, but yeah. people weren't really playing it. I remember mm -hmm. playing it. Because everyone played PUBG. 
Yeah. And when Fortnite came around and they, they introduced building, I'm like, I hate this. Why am I building? Like, I just want to play, like, you run around, you find people, you shoot them. And I already back then, I was like, people are too good at building. Yeah. Compared to now, those people were nothing. Yeah. No, back then, it was easier for me to, like, play because everyone was bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which was nice because I felt like... And I liked the building aspect at the time because it felt like I was getting a second chance to, like, defend myself and, like, not just die instantly like how you would in, like, PUBG. Yeah. Which I really liked. I felt like I had more chances to survive. So, yeah. That is my favorite time playing games is like when it's released but not solved yet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because once it's solved, it's like, yeah, I'm not having fun anymore because we're not like inventing things anymore. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of streamers have that issue like with all the games we play. Mm -hmm. Like initial moment is so fun. Like when we played Among Us for the first time, it was like 12 hour streams every single every day. And it didn't feel like 12 hour streams. Those were the best <laughs> streams because like you didn't have to plan anything you didn't have to worry about anything like viewership was going to be really high regardless yeah. how you did or not and like you just everyone's like growing together it was such a fun time yeah but once it got solved it's like just not fun yeah. and now everyone's kind of just waiting for that new game and it's been like six months it's been so bad we went back to playing among us <laughs> i still fun i actually would have kept playing it's a different kind of fun yeah yeah it's more know. of a performance kind of fun i would say mm -hmm. because the real mystery seems easier to solve now like you can kind of like when i lie to you you always know yeah <laughs> you always I'm, know when i'm lying yeah <laughs> it's, it's like it's not challenging for either of us yeah. and you kind of like well i don't feel great about knowing this but i also you know they're an imposter i'm gonna say it <laughs> Um, but yeah. yeah, everyone's looking for that game to play. Are you are you waiting as well? A absolutely. I just can't think of what kind of game would be the next big thing because I feel like every game, like Among Us, like Mafia, that popped off and it had its little time. Like, could another Mafia game pop off after Among Us? Could it actually? Mm. And then there was a Battle Royale, Fortnite. It popped off. Like, could another Battle Royale take? You know, like have the same type of hype that like Fortnite did back then. If it already happened, like I can't even imagine. Like I feel like the next big thing might be an MMO, maybe. Yeah, it's about time it looped back to an MMO. Yeah. Like you see Lost Ark and New World do really well despite being not that fun. Uh, but the biggest one is, of course, the Riot Games MMO. Yes. That one will probably change the career of a lot of people. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's in like at least two more years. But when it does come out, it's going to be big. And our goal is to stay relevant until then. <laughs> that's what I realized about streaming. It's not like trying to create these big moments. It's trying to stay relevant so that when the big moments come along, you can be part of it. Because if you fall off before the big moments, no one's going to care. Yeah. Okay. How do, so how do we stay relevant? <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard right now because everyone's not doing, no one's doing anything cool. So no one's missing out on like a hype train or anything. Mm -hmm. So as long as you keep uploading YouTube videos, staying on top of the trends. Yeah. Playing every new game. Yeah. You'll be fine. Mm -hmm. So that when the big thing comes, you're ready. All right. Let's move on to weekly questions. How good are you at giving advice, Ray? Uh... I was just talking to Toast about this earlier, but I'm very poorly spoken, but I mean well. So I could probably, I, I could probably give good advice, but will I say it properly? Maybe not. I don't know. All right. First question from Lord Ophis. Ophis. How has streaming affected your relationship with your family? Does your family watch? Oh my gosh. My mom watches every stream that I stream, which is so sad because... <laughs> I am so embarrassing on stream, but <laughs> she, she's been very supportive. It's, it's been incredible because like, because of her, she's the reason why I got into video games in the first place. So just having it come back full circle where I can like fully take care of her and she just loves supporting me and is so proud of me. It's just like my heart. Yeah. Just, I don't know. It's been really nice. My sister, um, she watches sometimes also supportive as well, but I really don't have much family. It's like my mom and my sister. Mm -hmm. And then I have family in the Philippines, but they don't speak English. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, very supportive. Does your family in Philippines know like 
how big you are because you're Filipino and like Filipinos have a lot of pride. Yes, yes. So I wonder yeah. if like even they in Philippines hear about you from like the people there. Yeah, they're very proud of me in the Philippines. I've been meaning to go. I, my mom's actually going back to the Philippines in a few months. So I've been considering if I should go at least for like a week or two. It'd be kind of fun. <laughs> it's just kind of hard with COVID and I, I get very scared and paranoid about like my safety and stuff. So I, I would love to just like meet and go like, see my family again after so many years. And like, you know, just I have so many Filipino fans. <laughs> yeah. I think if you were to go to the Philippines, there will be a crowd at the airport. A hundred percent. I've seen how passionate they are. Which I think are. would be really sweet. Like you're going to really land, fun. there's going to be people holding up state, like yeah. cards. They're going to do like a one, two, three, mahal kita. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I think it'd be really fun. But I would really love for, you know, to go with like a group. I just get so worried about my safety. Yeah, you will need security. Oh, God. Um, As for me, my Mm -hmm. dad watches a lot of my stuff because he's retired. Mm -hmm. Uh, He does this thing that annoys me. I always tell him not to do it. He always will type a high emote in my chat at the beginning of my stream. He does? Yeah. And like he's VIP in my chat and he always types the same emote. So I know it's him, even though I have names turned off. Oh. And like every time I see it, I get like taken out of my moment because it's like oh, I'm trying to perform and stream. Yeah. And my dad's like, really- hi, son. It's me, your father who raised I'm, you. I'm watching. Yeah, I'm watching <laughs> I you. Would, I should ban him. <laughs> I thought about banning him. like, And I told him, dad, like when you do that, you throw me off. Like, I know you're watching. I don't need to be reminded of it. Um, oh my gosh, yeah, I would time. lose my mind if my mom knew how to like type. type. She doesn't know how to like <laughs> type in chat. So it's it's kind of, oh my God, I would ban her too. <laughs> I, I think, I think. oh my gosh, yeah. should ban your dad. <laughs> Next, Why do you have names off? Oh, so I, I do, I have a special plugin and um, I show it to my friends and like my viewers every now and then. Mm-hmm. My dashboard, I don't see anyone's name. So like. If you're like a VIP, if you're like a mod, if you're like a staff mm-hmm. or another streamer, I actually don't know who's talking. What? Yeah. That's why when I type in your chat, you don't really say anything. Yeah, I don't know. It's you <laughs> typing. Um, so, I rely on people to like tagging you and saying, oh, Ray typed yeah. something or Robert typed something. So how, how has this benefited you? So in the past, mm-hmm. my attitude towards my very hardcore viewers is like, yo, don't love me too much because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's more important that you have your own life like i should be like the 20th most important person in your life yeah right but Absolutely. to some of my fans i'm like top three and that weirds me out because it's like i want you to go develop relationships where i'm not in your top three yeah. but the more you watch me the harder that's gonna get for you because they get attached yeah and um I didn't want to, when I see the same fans in every single one of my chat, and not only my chat, but they follow me around to other people's channel, I get triggered because you're so attached to me that even when I go on Scara's channel, you guys probably are messaging each other, Toast is on Scara's channel, go, go, go. And that's like, bro, live your life, man. If I'm streaming, you can watch me, but don't watch me every single second because it's more important that you have a healthy life first than me being like watching every single piece of my content. Yeah. But I can't control them. At the end of the day, you don't want to punish anyone for watching your stream too much. So um, I turn off names so I don't see that. So I can treat everyone the same. I don't get triggered when I see the same, like really attached viewers typing. Mm-hmm. My attitude now these days have switched to more like, okay, some of these streamers on Twitch, are kind of degenerates. Some of the lessons people learn are always not the most beneficial one. Like there's not like perfect examples. I'm not a perfect person, but I have a pretty solid grasp on how to be a decent human being. Yeah. So mm-hmm. instead of pushing people away, I've now kind of switched to more like, okay, if you're gonna listen to someone, I would rather be me that you listen to than like another streamer. Aww. So <laughs> I've been less aggressive on like kicking people out mm-hmm. and more like, listen, you, 
you fucking idiots. <laughs> you can't stay, but you're going to have to follow these rules and behave in these ways and like do these things. If you want to like be a very parasocial viewer, yeah. I will accept you just because I know I trust myself more to set a good example than some of these other streamers. Yeah. Aww. So that's kind of how my views are evolving. Wow. Do you plan on having kids? Probably. I, Not right now, but I think. A lot of your like thinking is always like, it's almost like they're, they're your children. <laughs> yeah. I started feeling this way once I got closer to our friend group. Some yeah. of these people are like kids with the way they see the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, man. I love that, though. I love that you're aware of, like, how unhealthy that some of our viewers just... Can get, be, yeah. Yeah, get really, really attached. It's so unhealthy, but, yeah. like, you're still, you know... It's, yeah, for the, them. it's not from a bad place. Like, they just really enjoy, like, our content. Yeah. And there's no harm meant. And... To them, they're just like, I just really like your content. Yeah. But they also have to really try and like improve their, you know, social life, personal life first before dedicating all that time to watching. Yeah. Which might be really hard. It might be just easier, you know, staying at home and watching something that you know is going to make you happy and comfortable in the moment. But, you know, that's less time that you're spending out improving your life in other areas. Yeah. So. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Next question, JY. If you could make any type of Netflix show, what would it be about? Oh, wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> I really love Survivor. <laughs> really love Survivor. So I think it'd be kind of funny to like throw all of our friends on an island and see how a bunch of degenerates can handle <laughs> surviving the real world. Mm-hmm. Because I've been telling, like, I even talked to Abe, like, we should go fishing. Like, I would love to just go fishing. I used to go fishing when I had a life. Like a real life back in the day when I used to go outside, go camping, go hiking and stuff. When I used to do that, like I love fishing and haven't gone. I'm like, oh yeah, we'll go fishing. Of course, we haven't gone yet. <laughs> it's been decades and everyone's just like streaming. We get into these habits. And honestly, we can't really just like all take off at the same time, I can imagine. But imagine if there was a show, it would be content. Everyone mm-hmm. can vlog and we can just like see how streamers would survive in the wilderness. Yeah. That would be my show. I mean, that's the first thing that I thought of, so. <laughs> yeah, reality TV is popping off on Netflix and, like, even reacting, like, the most popular React content on Twitch is reality shows, MasterChef mm-hmm. specifically. And I agree. It would be cool to have a reality show on Netflix that's just streamers. Streamers only. Doing something. Because I really do think something happens to the streamer brain after streaming for years and years and years and years that it would be so funny just seeing streamers actually having to like be away from their computers and live entirely differently like surviving Mm -hmm. i think that'd be so entertaining (laughs) do you think people would be too cautious though because part of the appeal of reality tv is they get really ratchet and degen people. That's true. Right. Like they're very tactical about who they pick. Yeah, but with streamers, everyone will know, okay, I can't be too much of an asshole. I mean, there are many streamers that will do anything for content. Yeah, you'll have to go for like the the <laughs> the very degenerate willing to say anything, do anything yeah. for the TV. Yeah. Have you ever thought about a show? Mm. Is there a type of show that you would like to be on or create? Um, I would like to do something similar to like The Apprentice. But what is The Apprentice? It's like when Donald Trump used to like have contestants on and try and teach them business. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Before he was the president of the United States. Really? Who <laughs> yeah. oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> he was a reality TV star. I had no idea. Yeah, wait, you didn't know this? Wow. No. I, there's a lot of things I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of things, and that's one of them. Yeah, but like similar to how Chef Gordon Ramsay has like shows where he takes on an apprentice. Yeah. I always thought it'd be fun to do that with streamers. 
But it, the format would have to be so different because streaming is like a live thing. Yeah. You can't really say, all right, today's challenge is everyone gets a 1,000 viewers challenge. All right, everyone go out there. But what about like a, a YouTube series? Yeah, YouTube series would be easier. Why don't you just do that? That's a good idea. Like you literally like have a bunch of people apply like how they did for streamer camp. Mm -hmm. And then like you, you know, you have like shuffle it down and then like you have like the top four people battle to the death for it. And then you get your apprentice and then you do a YouTube series and then you blow up. Well, I think we talked about this a little bit and it's like, I think you would want to film everything up until a point without releasing it all mm -hmm. because as soon as you start releasing, you affect... Oh, affect them, yeah. Yeah, you affect their but careers. Like, how sick would it be if like you didn't release it yet and then like this person starts growing on their own because of the stuff you're teaching them and then you document the process and then you release it? Like... <laughs> yeah, there's something, there's something there. Yeah. yeah. I think if you can get new people involved, it's more fun. Um, Streamers at the beginning, they're the most willing to do stuff. They're yeah. like excited. Mm -hmm. Around the midpoint and the end point, they're all jaded. They all have a big ego. They're like, is this worth my time? I don't know, man. But at the beginning, it's like, oh, what do you want to do? Yeah, I'll do it. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. But towards the end, it's like, nah, how much, how much is the sponsorship? Oh, $10,000? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, they get at, desensitized. Yeah, at the beginning, it's like, I get a free mouse pad? <laughs> I get a free flight? Now it's like, Hey, it's first class, right? If it's not first class, I'm not going. So I think uh, next step to make great content is you need new content creators. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're on to something. I like it. New content house. Anonymous, brand new content creators. All VTubers. But it's us. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube content house. Everyone's anonymous, but really, it's just. All Let's of do us. it. <laughs> These voices sound kind of familiar. <laughs> they don't stream at the same time as anyone in OTV. Can we please do something crazy like that? That'd be so funny. Oh, anyways. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week on the OTV podcast. Thank you so much, Ray, for coming on. How long has it been? It's been uh, like hour 15. Okay, okay. Yeah, we did good. Yeah, yeah, we did good. I was like, uh, no way. Did it, is it actually over an hour? I was like, that felt kind of short. Yeah, you guys can catch Ray on her new platform, which yeah, is her old just platform. YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube. I'm just still on YouTube. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys all next week. Bye-bye.